Take care. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story is the Commerce Secretary insists giving $10 billion to Ocean Park is necessary as no one wants it to close. Executive Councillor Ronnie Tong denies Beijing is eroding Hong Kong's freedoms. And there's growing concern over the Wuhan virus outbreak as officials report more confirmed cases. The Commerce Secretary Edward Yao has defended government plans to give Ocean Park a $10 billion cash injection, saying no one wants the struggling theme park to close. The park wants the money for a major revamp to help turn its fortunes around. It reported a deficit of around $550 million in the last financial year, the fourth consecutive year it's been in the red. Alex Price has a story. Speaking on commercial radio, Mr Yao insisted the money is necessary because of the problems facing Ocean Park in recent years, especially the unprecedented challenges in the second half of 2019 when visitor numbers hit new lows. He also said cash flow in the next year would be a challenge. Mr Yao acknowledged that the one-off $10 billion sum is a considerable amount and the public would scrutinise the funding request carefully. LegCo's Economic Development Panel is set to discuss the request on Monday. Ocean Park aims to add 26 new rides and end its controversy controversial dolphin shows, which have long been criticised by animal rights groups. The park had until now defended the shows, saying they helped to educate the public about dolphins. Pro-government lawmaker Michael Tien is urging the administration to give a $10,000 cash handout to each resident in the wake of the ongoing anti-government protest. The roundtable lawmaker said he usually opposes the idea, believing it's better to allocate money to targeted industries. But he learned that hundreds of thousands of workers in the catering and retail sectors have been particularly hard hit as a result of the protests, with some having to take unpaid leave. He called on the financial secretary to give the cash handout in his upcoming budget. We, we are right now in a serious political crisis. So I guess it requires this kind of a uh, medication. Uh, like I say, I never really support indiscriminate cash handout, but this time the impact is just too big. Executive Councillor Ronnie Tong has hit back at a U.S. congressional committee which accused Beijing of eroding Hong Kong's autonomy and freedoms through propaganda and the now-abandoned extradition bill. The report also accused the police of using excessive force. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr. Tong noted that the extradition legislation was an amendment of an existing law enacted by the British government before the handover. He also rejected the accusation that Beijing was eroding freedom here. It is, of course, a matter of national privilege for the United States Congress to issue whatever report based on its political stance it sees fit. But for such report to be persuasive and gain common respect in places outside the United States, it has to be based on facts and reason. There is no question that Hong Kong and the one country's two systems are going through a difficult patch. There are many threats in the way of making the one country two systems work. The biggest threat to us all is propaganda, disinformation and censorship. The number of confirmed cases of the new respiratory virus in Wuhan has risen to 62. International researchers have already said they believe the number of people infected is likely to be far higher than the official figures. The BBC's Stephen MacDonald reports from Beijing. Chinese officials have been reassuring the public that the virus cluster which has caused pneumonia in Wuhan is under control. The authorities say only dozens of people have been infected. However, scientists in Britain have estimated that the true number of cases 
could already be at least 1,700. In response, the World Health Organization's China office told the BBC that it welcomed such modelling, but that not enough is known to draw definitive conclusions about how it's transmitted or its source, which remains unknown. The number of sorry, these cases have also been identified in Japan and Thailand in travellers from Wuhan. President Trump has set out his response to the impeachment charges against him, saying they violate the Constitution and fail to show that any law was broken. A six-page document issued by his lawyers argue that the trial starting on Tuesday in the Senate amounts to an attack on the American people. The BBC's Ben Wright is in Washington, D.C. In the president's first formal response to the charges, his lawyers say the impeachment articles are a brazen attempt to interfere with the 2020 election, fail to allege any crime and only prove that Mr Trump did nothing wrong. At the same time, the House impeachment team, who will prosecute the case, released their own legal brief, saying the evidence against President Trump was overwhelming and the Senate must remove him from office. While the Republican-controlled Senate is very unlikely to do that, the trial starting on Tuesday will be watched closely by millions of American voters. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The United States National Archives Administration has apologized for altering a photo of the 2017 Women's March in Washington, D.C. to blur out critical references to President Trump. The doctored picture has now been removed from an exhibition on the campaign for women's rights. Officials initially defended the decision to blur Mr. Trump's name from placards, saying they didn't want to engage in political controversy. Leaders of Brazil's indigenous tribes say the government's plans to allow commercial mining and ranching on their protected lands is genocidal and could threaten the Amazon forest and their survival. In a manifesto signed after four days' debate, the leaders said the government was failing to fulfill its constitutional duty to protect indigenous lands by punishing invaders. The sixth in line to Britain's throne, Prince Harry and his wife Meghan, are to stop using their titles of his and her royal highness when they step back from official duties. Buckingham Palace has announced that the couple will no longer receive public funds. The couple will spend most of their time in Canada. Queen Elizabeth thanked them for their dedicated work and said she was particularly proud of how Meghan had so quickly become one of the family. Penny Junior is a royal biographer. I think the Queen's statement is extremely warm and friendly and very diplomatic. I'm delighted that she said that she's complimented Meghan on how well she's adjusted and fitted into the family. And I think it's lovely that she has said that they will always be a member of her family. It's a very warm and friendly and conciliatory and, and grandmotherly response. So I, I'm very pleased about that. Sport. Football and manager Pep Guardiola has acknowledged that Manchester City's hopes of defending their English Premier League title are over and the aim now is to secure a place in next season's Champions League. City were held to a two-all draw at home by Crystal Palace in their latest match. Well, it was a tight game. Uh, we did everything. Unfortunately, we could not win. It's difficult to, to analyse when they shoot uh, one corner and one contact then. They, I think they have... No more chances, and we were there many, many times, and unfortunately could not win. Manchester City are now second in the standings, 13 points behind leaders Liverpool, who have two matches in hand. In a relegation battle, Norwich remain bottom of the table despite beating Bournemouth 1-0 thanks to a penalty by Timu Puki.
It's always, always good to hear the final whistle when you are in need. That's uh, definitely for sure and I think important win for us and much needed. Um, good win. I think there's no doubt that it was a well-deserved win. I think from the first to the last second we were the better side and had many, many chances uh, today. So uh, a win, a clean sheet win, it's good for the confidence, good for the mood, good for the table. So overall, definitely a good evening for us. Bournemouth are second last in the table, three points adrift of safety in other games. Wolves stunned Southampton with three second-half goals and a come-from-behind 3-2 win, while West Ham and Everton played to a 1-1 draw. In Spain, Real Madrid now top La Liga after a tough 2-1 home at, win at home over Sevilla. Casemiro scored a brace for his team. Real Madrid are three points clear of Barcelona, who hosts Granada later today. Cricket England's Dom Best was the star on the third day of the third test against South Africa. He took five wickets to help reduce the home side to 208 for six, 291 runs behind the tourists. More from the BBC's Jonathan Agnew. When Best took three wickets during a fruitful morning, England were on course to dismiss South Africa cheaply. But after a break of three and a half hours for rain, they managed only one more breakthrough, finally dismissing the obdurate night watchman, Norkia. Stokes removed him, denying Best the possibility of taking all ten, but also again raising eyebrows at how long it had taken him to be introduced to the attack. Best began by having Elgar, beautifully caught by Pope at Silly Point, to perceive it on the attack, stroking successive fours, before the same combination dismissed him for eight, and with a score on 105, Best took his fifth wicket when van der Dussen played into his stumps for 24. De Kock was dropped three times by Stokes and will resume on 63, but England have a new ball ready to go. In the NBA, the visiting Phoenix Suns have come away with a win against the Celtics in Boston. Devin Booker led the Suns with 39 points, and Phoenix survived a franchise record 11 three-pointers by Boston guard Marcus Smart. The Suns took this one 123 to 119. To end the news, our top stories once again. The Commerce Secretary insists giving $10 billion to Ocean Park is necessary as no one wants it to close. Executive Councillor Ronnie Tong denies Beijing is eroding Hong Kong's freedoms and there's growing concern over the Wuhan virus outbreak as officials report more confirmed cases. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, value. and a new experience.
más uno, yo también por ti estoy loco, como loco pidiendo botella en el paria. Cuando quiera perreo, baby, solamente dime. Nadie te quería más paria, para un aniqui para el remake. Ya que estoy en ICK, dale pa' acá. La pista está dura, pero la voy a parar. Decirte que tú estás rica, mamita Aquí traje una vaina pa' ponerte loquita Ahora súbame el ritmo que voy a hacer un sismo con este chanteo La soltera no la veo, dime dónde están, dime dónde están Nicky con Snake, hoy vamos a matar Yo lo coloco y ella lo quita Yo lo coloco y ella calientita Me acuerdo cuando era una dagadita Yo me hago el fuerte pero mi cama te necesita Y tú, tú me tienes loco como si tuviese el love with the coco No puedo olvidar cuando casi me choco Cuando te camino me di tu Tú puedes estar ignorar mi yo por matrimonio. Y ahora me dejas loco y sin el manicomio. Saludame a tu amiga, la microbia. Que no quiere que tú seas mi novia. Esto ya parece una parodia. No me ama ni me odia. Me tienes confuso. Recordando los besitos en el bus. Extraño tu pelo y el olor del bus. Dime si te acuerdas los dos en nus. Exprimiendo el orange. Yo te agarro 